Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Today's an off day for the Padres, and after another weekend of not bringing in donuts for the crew, our host Mike Janelle is just hoping everyone still likes him. Hopefully we're now on good terms, Padres Social Hour Universe. Alongside Mike, it's Bill Center, who's here to tell us exactly what goes on down in the field. Maybe you come to the top of the dugout, throw your hands out, like, oh, that's that's not good. But you cannot, you cannot. <laughs> Are those the words they use right. in Major League yeah, Dugout? Exactly. <laughs> and rounding out the crew, it's Derek Togerson, who's vowed to fulfill any role we set forth for him. Oh, you turn into an element or an animal. Which one do you want? Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Mike Janella, Bill Center, and Derek Togerson. Happy Monday. It is an off day, maybe for the Padres, but not for a Padres social hour. So thanks for joining us here at uh, beautiful Petco Park. What a great job they did from uh, Billy Joel less than 48 hours ago. Uh, Matt Balo and his grounds crew. It looks we're looking at it right now like nothing ever happened there. It looks like they're ready for a game today, even though they don't have one. It looks fantastic. You know, we, we uh, my wife and I, Susan and I came. 15 minutes after the show was over, they were already dismantling this thing. Working hard. It, it was amazing to see them go to work. Working hard. Welcome inside the AMR studio with Bill and Derek. I'm Mike. Thanks for spending your Monday afternoon with us. As always, make sure to join the conversation because we can't do this without you at hashtag PadresSH. And there's also the chat going on live per usual at Padres.com slash social hour. I don't bring donuts. Yeah, right. I don't bring donuts. Oh, Look at uh, this, yeah, right, guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now I know, you know the secret to this, though. <laughs> Bill, grab what, the donut box. Yeah, yeah, take no, one. No, 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 don't don't look the catch horse one. in the mouth, the Derek. Se- oh, yeah, the secret to this, thank Derek. Thank you much, sir. Those were brought in yesterday by a Bill, fan. Bill, you're blowing up my spot. Right. <laughs> no, uh, it was yesterday. There it shows, was yesterday. This shows they're still, as you can tell, Derek, more than half of them are gone because right. they have been here for Actually, 24 hours. Right. These I've, already, they, I've already down two. So. They have the shelf yeah. life of gold. I've been hey, responsible listen. for a couple. Yeah. Bloopers gotten into a couple. You cannot run a donut box past me. I Sorry. just did. No, no, but oh. I already had to. Yeah, that was before oh, you okay. got here, Derek. Right. Uh, no, so yesterday, I'll save this for later then. yesterday we were here the very early morning, the 9.30 show on a Sunday morning, and uh, one of our fans, Joycey Joyce, uh, she knew that I forgot the donuts again, so she was tweeting throughout the show, hey, I have some. I want to bring them down to you guys. How do I get there? Everything was closed because it was here so early. So I, I tweeted this picture after the show because Blooper and I, or Blooper founder, <laughs> after the show outside said, Mike, come out here. We actually have real donuts. Uh, so, Joycey, thank you so much. That's a good uh, collection of donuts right there, too. great. It was a That's good nice. dozen. It was a good yeah. variety. It was awesome. So we, we thank her. Right. But you guys are the best. We used to have a pool where I, I was in a group that there'd, they'd always be donuts on a certain day. And we'd uh, get that mix, that uh, huge mix. Twenty, We'd got like three or four dozen. And we would take a pool as to what would be the last donut to go each time. Everybody would throw a buck into the pool. I bet it was anything with <laughs> coconut would be the last one. Right. Yep. Everything Bingo. Or maple bars. That you know, maple bars sometimes were the last one. That's when Ben was here yesterday. He said those are his favorite. Is that right? The maple so, bar. Well, yeah. he wasn't in our pool. Yeah. No. So now you know. <laughs> right. uh, that uh, interestingly now shoots Joycey straight to the top of the Padres Social Hour Absolutely. fan power rankings. Right. Yes. Right. So any of you who want to try and uh, usurp her, we'll take cupcakes, pizza, buffalo wings, whatever you want to bring. Any requests for people to bring you guys? 
Next beer. time you're on. No, yeah, that's a little beer. Buffalo right. wings are good. All right, yeah, so uh, Joycey uh, wears the crown. The rest of you now have some work to do. Um, we're going to have a pretty fun show today. Uh, we've got Nick Canepa coming by for his weekly report card. That's always a good time. Yeah, it's always wrong. Uh, we're going to have, yeah, per, <laughs> per usual. <laughs> how, okay, well, here's, here's a pool. How, how many Fs? How many Fs? Oh. How many Fs should we going to see? Yeah. Actually, it how many non-Fs? Probably the smaller number. You right. gave me, you yeah, gave me that an F smarter. two weeks ago. Uh, we're going to spend probably 10, 15 minutes on that, uh, that fight yesterday. Odor Batista won because uh, that was just – I mean, I have literally a thousand things I can say about that fight. Uh, it's going to be something we'll want to definitely watch and talk about. We're also giving away the bloopies, the, I believe the first ever. We've never done this before, right? Blooper. I know it's the first time. Yeah. All yeah. right. So uh, it is the quarter season, essentially. Uh, it's a day off today. So we figure 25% of the way through the season, we'll give out some awards. There will be some serious ones like Team MVP. There will be some fun ones like favorite social hour moments so far this season. So make sure to stay tuned uh, later on. That was when that. Blooper wasn't here. That the one time, yeah. Right. Phil's already spoiling his number one moment. <laughs> Do we for get the participation season. trophies? Uh, yeah, talk to someone about your ribbon on the way out. All you right. won't be getting it from me, that's for sure. Um, all right, uh, quickly, let's go through yesterday's game. Uh, not too much to really harp upon. It was just another frustrating loss. It's another competitive loss, but as we've discussed, ad nauseum here, moral victories mean nothing. Nothing. So uh, a one-run defeat, still a winning road trip, four and three, but five and two would have been. So much better. Right, and that one was there for the taking, and they many just couldn't times. get it right. They just couldn't get it done. Well, this is the frustration, I think, that so many Padres fans have with this team. They come within two runs of sweeping the Cubs in Chicago, and they go and they split a series against a team that has a worse record than they do in Milwaukee. It's that kind of, and we've talked about it all year, that lack of consistency with this ball club. They'll flirt with you, show you, we can be really good, and then they'll go and they'll, you know, lay an egg like they did. Not necessarily lay an egg, but not, not play as well as they had been against a kid who, uh, literally a kid in Zach Davies, I still couldn't get over watching that guy throw. It looked like he came you know, straight from Williamsport. That's what yeah, they said <laughs> in the right, broadcast. Yeah. Oh, he well, did yeah. Fresh <laughs> off the uh, Little League World Series. It was uh, nice, but it's, it's, it's... Is this the kind of team this is going to be, that they'll surprise you by competing against the Cubs and the Cardinals and the Pirates and those kinds of teams, but then maybe playing down to the competition? Is that something we should be worrying about? Uh, well, I mean, but that's nah, that happens in baseball quite a bit. But it seems to happen with this team so much more than any other team. Right. But, uh, but right now, I mean, yesterday particularly, they were down four starters. I mean, let's be honest. They're the two guys in a disabled list, plus Myers, plus Jay was getting a day off. They're down four starters. It, it's hard to compete with anybody when, you know, even when you're a good time and you're down four starters. So you're not worried about that at no, all? No, I'm not. Uh, you know, baseball, unless you get on a run, you have ups and downs. It doesn't. I mean, I can remember a couple of years ago, they went to L.A. and they beat Kershaw. And the next day, they, I can't remember who it was they lost to, but they lost to the number five guy. So, yeah, it happens. It's baseball. Yeah, I do, I'm kind of with you, though, Derek. It seems like the ups aren't lasting as long and the downs oh, are no. a little bit longer. Right. The, the valleys are wider than the peaks are although, high so far. Although the trend recently has been for better baseball, which I like. I, I, I like the way that they're playing. I like the way they're doing a lot of things. The trend recently has been to play better better baseball yeah that's true they did take two, they split a series right. against the Mets who had won 10 to 12 coming in then they go and they take two out of three from the Cubs right and you think you start thinking maybe it's because we're Padre fans and we start going oh th they really could be good they really could be turning the corner and then they'll go and they'll you know do what they do against Milwaukee and we all kind of get you know sucked back into the oh well yeah they yeah, were just teasing us Cubs fans are saying the same thing about the Padres 
Yeah, so which so which team is right. it? That, that's yeah. what we want to know. But I mean, which, but I which mean, team really is? Are they as right. good as they were against the Cubs? Are they as average as they were against the Brewers? We do, we just you never know with 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 this. Like, you know how good the Cubs are. You know how right. bad the Brewers are. We have no idea what the Padres are. But over, I mean, on a short series, anything can happen. The Padres are saying the exact same thing about the. Pa- I mean, the Cubs are saying exact same thing about the Padres that you're saying about the Brewers. It can happen. Uh, I would have liked to have taken. Three from uh, three or four, and it was right there. Uh, there were a couple. They, they could have swept. The other game they lost was one nothing. Well, they they could have swept that. Their series. last, their last theoretically, yeah. Right, their last three losses or four of their last last four losses are are by one run. So. Yeah, and you can argue that too. Is that hey, they're they're competitive when most people expected them not to be, or they're not winning games that are there for the taking, and that's a disappointment. You well, can look at that a couple yeah. of different ways too. That, that's circumstantial game by game, though, I think. Yeah, but I, but I think that overall that this club is still hurting with, a, with the fact that two key starters are not in the lineup, haven't been in the lineup for more than a m- month. Let's actually let's take a look at that now because now with an off day, and Andy Green said this yesterday, uh, I want to quote him directly. Nobody uh, I don't think any team needs an off day right now more than we do, and I would tend to right. agree. So let's run through the AMR injury report because this gives us a nice chance to sort of catch our breath and take a look at uh, the status of everybody. Uh, we're just going to go through here alphabetically. Uh, it's 10 guys on the DL officially, and then Myers and Jay who are dealing with some soreness. A forearm for Myers yesterday, and John Jay with his shoulder as well. Uh, Alexia Marista, 15-day DL, right hamstring strain. In Arizona, may come back the soonest of anybody. Right, but he still hasn't even gone out on a rehab assignment, right. and he hadn't been playing in games as of yesterday. He was just taking batting practice and starting to ramp up. To me, that's been an awfully long time. Yeah, if Alexi Amarista is the guy that we're can, hoping can come in and <laughs> save it, it's we're, we're in deep, yeah. deep trouble. He didn't make the opening day roster. He's a guy who came up because of other injuries. Of other right. injuries but exactly. he was actually playing pretty decent when he got hurt. Yeah. So. And compared to the, some of the struggles we're seeing Pirelli right. and Rosales go through, he may be, at least right. for a short term, someone that can definitely help. Uh, Buddy Bauman, 60-day DL. We're not right. expecting not him anytime soon. Right. Uh, Andrew Kashner, right hamstring strain. They're saying it shouldn't be much longer than the minimum. Uh, John but Edwards, a guy in the bullpen that we haven't heard from. People were expecting to be a big part of the middle relief. Uh, 15-day DL, right elbow still. But he's, but he's been on a 15-day for, I mean, he could have been. Training. Right. Yeah. He could have almost been on a 60-day. He's been on a 15-day so long. Yeah, so let's quickly run through the rest of these. So Robbie Earl and Tommy John on the shelf indefinitely. Uh, Will Myers day-to-day with that forum, like we said. Tyson Ross, we haven't seen him since opening day, and he's not even throwing no. yet. So no that's throwing still program. a long way for him to go. Uh, Solarte. Uh, right hamstring strain again, still rehabbing in Arizona. Corey Spangenberg, uh, left quad strain, same thing, uh, same timetable as Solarte, a little bit behind him maybe. He's, he hasn't, I don't think he's gone to Arizona yet, has he? He, let's see, uh, no, not yet. So at least from right. what we have here. So he isn't even in so that he's behind them, yeah, right. exactly, which is troublesome. And he was uh, the first one to go down too. Yeah, well, he's someone that Andy Green keeps saying, with his game predicated on speed, right. it'll take him longer to come back, but equally frustrating. Uh, Matt Thornton left Achilles tendonitis, throwing uh, BP, but still uh, not progressing past that. 15-day DL. And Jamal Weeks, another hamstring strain, be re-eval- getting reevaluated uh, in about two to three weeks to see what happens there. So let me ask you guys this now. Just read you the, the MASH unit, the laundry list. Which has been the most crippling injury? Which one do you think is the most integral piece that the Padres have been missing? Solarte. Why? Well, well, because, okay, Ross, you're missing him every fifth day, but they filled in nicely there. Solarte changes at least two positions in your batting order. He was, I mean, if you're, he's your fifth or sixth hitter, he's driving in runs. Also, but, 
My, that changed where Spangenberg changed where Myers was. Solarte was number five or six. Uh, I, I think that's the guy they've missed most because that guy's got some RBI potential. He's a run producer. I think they've missed him the most. See, I would go with Ross because he, he's your opening day starter. He's supposed to be your stopper. He's supposed to be the big gun in your rotation. You lose that guy. doesn't matter who else you bring in. You've downgraded your entire rotation. Yeah, but I, my, my feeling is that they've, they've done a pretty good job patching in for Ross. They have not done a very good job. I'm going to go with Spangenberg because, as we see at third base, you can put Brett Wallace there, and he's had a pretty decent bat. Will Myers taking grounders there, maybe. He's, you know, serviceable. At second, I mean, you're calling up Perella or you're putting Rosales in, and I think it's a bigger drop-off from Spangenberg to whoever, or Weeks, who got injured too. Right. It's a bigger drop-off, I think, from Spangenberg to whoever's replacing him than it is from Solarte to who's replacing him. Weeks is a much better defensive second baseman than Spangenberg. Yeah, but no offensively, question. I think that you're giving up too much. Spangenberg was only hitting 220. Yeah, it's not so much losing Spangenberg, but that's it's someone losing that Spangenberg that and Weeks. That's right. someone you, you expected Spangenberg to get hot just you like expect you expected it, Saul Arte to cool off a little bit but he was not he was not having good at bats when he got hurt uh and and Weeks came up and actually did a better job at second base so right I I, I would I would rank him Solarte then I'd go with Ross I go Ross okay. and Solarte. All right, I think yeah. Ross is third for me because of the job that the rest of the rotation has done in his stead. But let us know again. Hashtag Padres SH. Who you think has been the most critical uh, injury, the missing piece for the Padres so far early this season? That injury report is brought to you by American Medical Response, the emergency medical response team for Petco Park. They want to remind you to stay safe, San Diego. To learn more about AMR, visit AMR-San Diego. You know who suffered a pretty big injury yesterday, Jose Bautista's jaw. We're going to talk about that when we come back after this on Padres Social Hour. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. The story that took over baseball yesterday. We're getting right to it here in the AMR studio on this off-day edition of Padres Social Hour. Chris Carter going three for four. Uh, no, no. Uh, that was a story around here, but uh, <laughs> not what led baseball tonight, last night, and Fox Sports and everything. Right. So it was Jose Bautista, Rudnetto Dor. Uh, by the way, one of the most random rivalries. I love it. It's Blue Jays and Rangers. So this dates back to the bat flip uh, incident from last year in the playoffs. And now Batista was hit by Matt Bush, of all people, right. uh, speaking here on Padre Social Hour. And he gets on base. And in the eighth inning, and he, it's, a, it's a bad takeout slide on Odor at second base. And then everything erupts. And you didn't notice it at first when you're watching it live. But then when they get to the replay and show the punch that Odor threw on Bautista, he pushes him first, Bautista throws up a weak hand, and then Odor, boom! Big right overhand right. A right hook. I mean, just nailed him. Credit to Bautista, though. For t- he took he that stood. punch like a man. He stood. Uh, and you could tell when he was being, oh, my gosh, <laughs> we're just watching it back in slow-mo. Uh, I mean, I could watch that thing for on a Oof. loop for like a half hour. Um, I mean, we can go a million different directions. On, uh, bloopers got it on a loop. Perfect. Uh, right. I mean, I have never seen that clean of a shot in a sporting brawl uh, for Odor. And, Bill, you think it's, be- it's for a reason. Right. I think he's got boxing in his back. He knows what he's doing. Right. Well, Break this all, down for us in the tail of the tape. Well, boxing when, Bill. Right. When I, cover, I covered yeah. 70 title fights, so I know a little bit. You know bit. what you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. First of all, when you look at his left hand, his left hand is set up as well as his right. And also, when he throws the punch, he sees that Bautista is coming in, and he waits until the, the gap is closed, and he throws it. And that is a boxing punch. 
that the wrist movement, everything else, that is a that is not a brawl type swinging and punching type thing. That is yeah, look how quick, that is, right from right, the shoulder it came. Right, that is a boxing punch. That yeah. is not just a wild swing. And he was ready for that one two combination. Right, right. and I loved it because and the left was ready. It was, and, and, he, and he finished. Yeah, he finished he all the way through. through. He yeah. followed through with that punch. Right. Strictly from a form perspective, he got Batista off balance with the shove. You know, su- element of surprise. So that's you know good on him for doing that. And then Batista kind of throws up that left hand first, like just a, a probing whatever. Right. That's weak sauce, man. If you're getting in a fight, you have to be the the aggressor first. Right. But and Odor just overmatched him. But Odor did not throw the punch with Batista's first thing. He waited for Batista to right. come in. He set it, he set it up perfectly. He was smart. Uh, now, Derek, and he, and he, you, he, he looked like Hagler. He looked like Hagler versus Hearns. He really did. I mean, and it it paid off. You right. saw you saw the contact that he made. Uh, Derek, you were happy to see Bautista get this. Now, a lot of people, mm-hmm. the reaction was Odor, you know, dirty player. Marcus Stroman tweeted out yesterday. I never had respect for him. Never will. Stroman, a teammate of Bautista's. A lot of people saying he was just uncalled for. You're actually on the complete opposite side. I, I love what he did. I'm not a big Batista fan in the first place. I mean, I respect the game. The guy's a heck of a hitter. But he, that, that bat flip last year, while I love, and I'm, I'm on Bryce, Har- uh, Bryce Harper's side of let's make baseball fun again, there are certain lines that you don't want to cross when you're talking about baseball, and that's one that he went way over the line. Now, great, if you want to do it, fantastic. But don't get upset if eventually that's going to come back to get you. And that's what it did on this one. And if Odor is going to be the guy who's going to say, you know what, I'm sick and tired of you taking liberties with my team, throwing the bat like he did. And then that big slide, that, that was a you know, borderline Chase Utley kind of slide a second. He's, you know what, enough is enough. And he might be a jerk, he might be a scumbag, but the way he handled himself and the way that he defended his team and stood up for himself, right. that, that I like a lot. And real quick on Matt Bush, I don't know how I feel about him wearing number 51 and being a relief pitcher. I saw you get into that on Twitter with some people yeah. the other day, Bill. I would admit, anybody who's 30 years old and coming up for the first time, I'm, I'm pretty sure that he didn't request a number. Really? I'm, I'm pretty sure that it was handed to him. Complete said, coincidence. Right, and here's what we've got. Uh, or or 30, maybe, you know, maybe the guys with the, with the, with the, uh, with the Rangers yeah, said, know hey, if, you know, we right. know you're from San Diego. He's also, I mean, what if he's someone who grew up here, you know, he's a reliever. What, if, what a, if he is trying right. to, I I, have you know, problem. one of his idols. He's yeah. trying to finally make good. I don't think I, I just thought that was interesting. That. That but I, put but that most guys on. that come up, they don't really have, when they're first up from the minor leagues, they, they, they hand him a jersey and say, here you go. And, and, because they're brand new and they haven't been there before, they're more than happy with whatever number they've got. I mean, I even mean, if that's not the case, right, I think right. if he's trying to get his life back on track, what better person to try and yeah. channel like than like Trevor Alex Hall Dickerson Hall. when right. he was wearing number one? I mean, he was—he's he, he sort of joking, like I'm the last person in the world who should be <laughs> should wearing number, number one. one. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. So back to this bat flip. I just put a poll out. You can find it at my handle at Mike Janella, or you can search it using hashtag PadresSH. Which uh, quote-unquote side are you on after the punch? Are you Team Bautista and you thought that it was a sucker punch and it was a sneak attack and unjustly called for, or are you Team Odor slash Togerson, well, where Bautista had I agree this coming? With, I agree with Derek. If you play like Bautista plays. You better be ready for somebody to come back at you at some time and then not bitch about it when it happens. Exactly. And I don't have, I don't have a problem with the bat flip. I have a problem no. with him being upset that there was retribution right. for the bat flip. Right. That's stupid. Yeah, I, f- I saw a friend of mine. He texted me yesterday. He said, is it okay for me to love both the bat flip and that Bautista got cold cocked? Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. It, it goes both ways. Plus the slide and everything else. So The thing with Odor, the only thing I didn't like is that he, after the initial takeout, even before he landed after leaping over Bautista, you could see he was already spinning around 
mounts a gun for him, and I think it was just something a little too premeditated. Uh, I, I mean, I would have liked it if it was a bit more organic. And a bit of a sucker punch, I think, for sure. But when you're in that situation, I can see oh, how you're defending yourself. Where's the sucker yourself. punch in that? I mean, Batista got the shove, and he went in, as you said, with the hand up, and he was starting to cock his right hand, too. There's nothing sucker about that. He just got caught being dumb. He got yeah, caught. Yeah, we're watching his, it back again see, look now. At that. He's, he, look at he's bringing his right hand up to make a punch there, too. There's something suckerish about that. Yeah, maybe, it's, got maybe it's just Batista being poorly defensive in his boxing stance. That's and it, feeling it also, bad for I think, him. has a lot to do with the fact that, look, yeah. Oh, one more that, time. You, nope. you don't expect let it go, to get Let it go here for a second, because like see, here comes the left. Yeah, he's ready for it. Right. He's, he's and he's ready for a third punch. He's got right. the right before Beltran no, comes he's, in. He's, he threw a third punch. He has just, a he boxing background. Yeah. He's got to. Uh, some other things I loved about that was uh, Josh Donaldson, if you look, he got ejected from the game too. He came flying in out of nowhere, like a tag team match ready to, to just bat out of hell. Then I also love all the guys who you're kind of forced as a baseball player to join in, but they don't really want to fight. It's like all the middle relievers. They're just kind of standing there like, yeah, we got to clear the benches, but here we are. Where's the, there's Donaldson. I mean, where did he come from? He's like a bullet from the, the left side of the field. Probably the dugout. Uh, and I, I love all the bullpen guys that just kind of stand around like, oh, yeah. And so you ever see that movie, A Million Ways to Die in the West? I have not, no. Yeah, there's a scene in there where um, Seth MacFarlane and – uh, somebody, I forget who it was, Giovanni Urbisi, I believe, there's a big ball fight in a, in a bar, and they're like, oh, come here, come here. And they're going, no, we're okay over here. Right, Nobody yeah. come punch don't, us. Don't worry about us. No, we're, we're, we're good. Acting like that's what a lot of guys in these kind of sporting things do. Yeah, like, like, what's, all right, like let's we're looking. What's, what's Diekman doing right now? What's, right. Uh, they're they're just hugging and Still not like close that. to the best one I've ever seen. Yeah, what is your, your favorite? 1984 Padres oh, yeah. Braves. That makes sense. By far. I mean, that thing sort of went on for nine innings. I mean, it's a, it's a <laughs> you're talking yeah. about just baseball or all sports? No, yeah, uh, just baseball. Baseball. Yeah. Just baseball? Yeah, sport, I can't I mean, think of one that was much better than the, the 84 Braves. Well, I'll tell you uh, what, when the Miami Hurricanes played the San Diego State Aztecs at Qualcomm Stadium, a guy named Dwayne Johnson went up into the stands <laughs> to try and get Monty Montezuma. Right. That was the best one that I've uh, seen. Early people's The elbow. 84 <laughs> Perez with the bat holding it up and uh, – Swinging at the fans coming out of the stands. Oh, have you uh, have you guys ever been in a fight, Bill? I bet you've thrown some punches in real I, life. A long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I've never been in a fight, Derek. Uh, 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 not by choice. Okay, I'm a lover, still, not a fighter. Yeah, 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 same here. I've been been dragged into a couple just to kind of try to keep. How about you, Blooper? You ever throw some haymakers uh, out in public? No. Really? Never. Yeah, you're, you seem like a peaceful guy. Very peaceful. And he's and a lethal who, who weapon. Would, he's not allowed to get in fights. Who would pick a fight with Blooper, right? No. no. <laughs> Actually, I would imagine a lot of people would pick a fight uh, with Blooper. He's never thrown the punch, right. but maybe I'm he's surprised been the Bill's one never punched. tried to fight me. Uh, the, the, There's time. The thing is, as I was once told years ago, you've got to pick your fights because you don't want to ever be in a fight with somebody who's not afraid to lose. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're going to get a piece of you one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. When you've got nothing to lose, right. there's... Uh, there's uh, no no risk. Back to the back reward. to the Braves. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Back to the Braves. Padres oh, brawl. So good. Uh, also, I, yeah. Again, I love. It's a team from Canada versus a team from Texas. Not the same division. Just completely random rivals. But I love it. I mean, that's a great thing of sports when these random rivalries come up. And that's what and happens in the playoffs. We'll, yeah, that's yeah. what playoffs do. And we'll just be watching this thing on loop. Uh, throughout the, the rest of the commercial break. And you know what's break. crazy? So they, good. They've already played seven times this year. They're done for the, the regular season. One, and yeah. finally this happened. Right. That's what I was uh, ba- Like John Lackey told Christian Bethencourt this week, baseball players have long memories. They don't oh, they forget. Do. Yeah, right. so, so we've been told. Oh, this, won't, this isn't over. 
No, I'm sure not by well, a long they meet shot. In the Two well, again? no, Ooh. 2000. I mean, you got 2017, 18. Yeah, as long as they keep right. playing, I'm sure they'll keep punching. Um, all right, let us know again that poll. Whose side are you on, Bautista or Odor? In the meantime, join us for Pride Night at Petco Park this Saturday. That's May 21st on your calendars, hosted with San Diego Prides out at the park event. Enjoy a night of mingling and baseball as the Padres host the Dodgers at 710. With the purchase of a special theme game ticket package, you'll give a donation to San Diego. Pride and receive a Pride-themed Padres rally towel. Tickets at Padres.com slash theme games. Nick Canop was coming back after this to give his weekly report card. You don't want to miss it. Uh, We're back with more Padres F. Social Hour. Don't go anywhere. F. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. Welcome back on this off-day edition of Padres Social Hour. Nick Canepa joining us now here in the AMR studio. Uh, Nick, we had the, uh, the discussion just moments ago about the uh, Bautista Odor. You're here for your weekly report card. We'll get to that in a second. But real quick, what grade do you give that, that punch? Oh, that was an A. Uh, it's, it's, it's an I, A+. Plus. Yeah. I mean, I've been, right. I'm like Bill. I've been watching baseball forever. I have, I've seen my share of brawls. That's the best punch I've ever seen thrown in a. I've, I've never a, seen it's a, a professional like that, right. punch. Landed flush. Uh, the yeah. poll that we have going on right now: whose side are you on, Bautista or Odor? Right now, pretty even. Fifty-three uh, percent of people saying they side with Ruth Ned Odor on the play, on the altercation. Forty-seven uh, percent with Bautista. So uh, again, at my handle at Mike Janella, search hashtag Padres SH, and uh, we'll get into that. Um, now, though, we're going to put you this time on the Cholula hot seat, Nick. Yeah, we're going to turn up the pressure on you to find out what grades you've given the Padres this week. So every Monday you swing by, there are four categories, and you grade the Padres on their performance in the past week. So where do we begin? Every answer in the form of a question. <laughs> 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 well, offense, uh, I'm, I'm, give, I'm giving an incomplete to the offense. That's not why we bring you on the show, Nick. Well, we bring you grade, to give a it's grade. It's a grade you can get in school. Okay. Is I want to hear this one. Yeah, explain. Because we, like, we give like, you one like, job like and you like could do it. Daniel Simpson Day. You have no grade point right. average. Zero point zero. I, I don't know who these guys even are. I mean, uh, uh, how could you give a grade to, to to guys I've never even seen before? Perella, yeah. Rosales. Well, you can give them an F if they're not no, performing. They, you give I them mean, an A if they, they overachieve. You can't, you can't. I mean, some guys are hitting all right. Some guys, I, I don't even know. How do you expect anything right. out of these you guys? You can't. Ex I agree with you on that one. You can't expect something out of somebody who. Shouldn't be in there. I mean, Kemp busted out of his slump a little bit. That was a that was a good one. That was game. a good May slump. Yeah. He was in. Well, he was like what, Bill? Three for three, twenty three something? For, no, three for thirty nine. Yeah. So he was in. He was getting started on his usual May. We'll see if he's out of it the next couple yeah. days. One game does not a slump right. broken make, but yeah. Uh, you know, winning two from Chicago is impressive. I All mean, right. that's so you're good for nothing on the offensive grade because I'm good for nothing. Incomplete. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, let's let's move on then to something you've I actually decided to give a letter on. I don't think they're paying you for incompletes, on. by the way. Yeah, they we're gonna give you might come out of your giving check. you an incomplete for Daniel this Daniel Simpson Day. You have no great. All right. Moving on. <laughs> next <laughs> next category, Nick. Uh, defense uh, C plus. Uh, not their best week. They've had better weeks than last week. So let me ask you this. You give an incomplete to all these guys you don't recognize on offense. They're the same guys playing defense. Well, they're, they're Why do also, they get a grade? They're also playing, you know, you're, you're doing a lot of things here. You, know, you had a couple of catcher's interference in one game, which may have never happened in the history right. of baseball. It's happened a few times, but it's like a dozen or so. Have you never ever more seen than it? twice. I've, I've, never, never, I've never seen I've it. I've never seen it. Yeah. Not two in one game. 
Yeah, this past week, I've seen two things I've never seen, two catcher's interference and a punch like that. Well, yeah. So that was a pretty unique week in, uh, in, in baseball. That it was. Uh, that ends a little run. You had back-to-back A-minuses for the defense yeah, the last two well, weeks. Yeah, well, I still like well. this defense. I just – this week was not their best Plus one. Plus the Ramirez dropped the pop-up really. Yeah, that was – Yeah, didn't I mean, cost was, them, but It was really bad. critical. I, I still right. can't They got out of the inning, though, which – I mean, right. he's, it's one mistake. He's had a great year otherwise defensively. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like a revelation yeah. there next and it to didn't, last And it didn't year. blow them the game or anything. And so. he, hasn't, he hasn't pulled a hamstring yet, so – yeah, fingers crossed. He seems to be the only hey, in the infielder NFL, that can fill NFL, you're out a month and a half with a with two months with a hamstring. You're you're finding another line of work. Right. I don't know what the deal is with these hamstrings, but uh, uh, none of us do. We've been uh, I mean, trying to on. dissect it and get our doctorate, but it's just not happening. Yeah, just strains and yeah, right. I don't know. Um, all right, so that's uh, <laughs> C plus for the defense. How about where you want to go next? The pitching. I uh, yeah, pitching also a C plus. All right. I Explain thought yourself. Was, I, I thought it was it was a pretty good week. And once again. Uh, Shields had his best game, and uh, Vargas had a good second outing after not a, not a good first. Getting those two wins against the Cubs, the best offense in baseball, doesn't earn you more than a C plus uh, in your book. No, no. And Pomerantz is like a revelation. I mean, Pomerantz is like the best left-handed pitcher in baseball, right? Now. And the bullpen's been great. I think it's, it was at least a B week for well, the pitching. I mean, that's up for debate. Well, that's why I'm here. Yeah, I want to know why. He's you a tough grader. He's a tough grader. Yeah, but you've been doing well in the pitching, too. C-plus isn't they, a bad they, they had Bs the last two weeks. I, mean, I don't think were, the last week has been I mean, they were four and worse. three. Yeah, that, that, that's not what you love I most mean, is the wins. Four so. and three is, is not an A. I mean, it's, you know. Okay. Although they should have been better than that. Should have been five and two. Yeah. Yeah, you give too much, too much credence to the, to the wins and losses for the pitching performance. The pitchers can only do what they can. Well, if the offense uh, isn't there, it's not I, their fault. I, this, it, this is a game that you win or you get canned. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> wins are what matter in sports. Right, no such thing as a bad win. Yeah, no but the wins and losses are, loss. are predicated on a lot of different people, and the pitchers have done their part, I think, for the most part. For the most Better part. Better than a That's C. That's why they got a yeah. C+. Plus. I would give them a B if it was migrating, but I'm not the professor here. Uh, moving on to your last category, and this is, uh, this is the category you've been most generous with all year, the coaching. Well, I'm generous again. I'm giving him an A. I, and look what he's got out there. I don't right. even think he's met some of these guys. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah. What's I mean, your name? What number I do you saw, uh, Oh, God, what's his name? Guerrero came up yesterday? Yeah, Tehran Guerrero. I mean, these guys are never they're, – they're greeting him like he's a long-lost like – well, they Six weeks yeah. in Peoria. I mean, I, mean, I was Green, there all six weeks. You get to know people really Andy quickly. Andy Green's probably saying, I don't even know this kid. I better look him up. I mean, I, 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 I can't imagine anybody doing a better job than this guy's doing right now. No, I think so. And we're seeing some of the results. Alan Zinter finally coming along after the early season struggles. People are seeing the work he's putting in. Uh, Balsley, we've talked about on the show at length, the miracles he's worked with some of these and guys. And they still strike out I'm too much. I'm with you on the coach. They still right. strike out too much. That's there. a problem. That's yeah. not the manager's doing. No. I mean, the manager right. can only send the guys out there. Right. All right. Uh, so so yeah. what, do you give, what do you give Andy for the whole year then? I'm giving him an A for the whole you year. You got an A for a whole I year? Really li- I really I, I, I like the way he handles games. You know, we actually we ran a poll yesterday in the show. We had it running overnight, and the results are now final. We asked the fans, what would you give Andy Green for the whole year as a grade? 60% of people said a B. An A was only 29%. A lot of people saying an A is for, to your point, Nick, winning coaches. When he right. gets above 500, then he gets the A. I'd give him an A minus or a B plus. Um, I, I think that uh, I, I think Andy's done a great job. You know what I really like? This team is engaged in what Andy is doing, 
and I really like that. I think that bodes Buying well. Buying in, to use right. a, to they, turn a phrase. They are, they are into what he's doing. Uh, they almost, at times, like on defense, they look in to see, in advance, to see what shift is going to be, what the defensive positioning is going to be. And I think the way he has played, the way he has played his players in the field. Positioning is, is fantastic. It's been great. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, the defensive numbers right. are skyrocketing too through right. the roof from last year. So and I and I think that the players have really everybody has played into what he's trying to do. They see it, they respect it, and they are and they are working with it. And he's really into it. I mean he's intense. You right. could you could just see he is. That no, he's I think I think he, the team on. is in right hands, the franchise in the right hands moving forward. All right, Nick, uh, I'm giving you an incomplete this week because you gave us only three out of four grades. So you'll have to do that's better a, next that's Monday. That's a grade. <laughs> Thank an you. Incomplete is a grade. Thank you, Nick, uh, for stopping hey, by the Cholula Hot Seat. It's a grade we know well. Real Most flavor <laughs> with Cholula Hot Sauce, the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap, and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. Keep those tweets coming in. We're gonna give out some bloopies when we come back right after this on Padres Social Hour. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. We are here in the AMR studio. It's a day off for the Padres, but not for us. Welcome back to the studio, and welcome back, Derek, to the couch after Nick Canepa's report card segment. Uh, <laughs> we are now. He gives out grades. I think he gave Derek an incomplete because he wasn't here for a segment. Well, we only have so much room yeah. on the couch. Right. And I, right. I know you guys and are I friends. I was even watching right. Right, right over there. Yeah. Right. So close. <laughs> um, uh, that poll we have going on, 50-50 right now on the Bautista Odora. Whose side are you that on there? That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Right. It's, a, it's, mm. a debate, it's a topic that I think people, you're very much either on one side or the it's other. It's a polarizing on. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good, good vocab word. It's like SAT Monday here. I'm a writer. Um, <laughs> All right, so uh, Nick Cannon gives out grades. We are now going to be in the business of giving out awards. It's the first annual Bloopies. Got music for it and everything. Oh. Like, welcome to the show. <laughs> wow. This is the best music we can come up with, huh? So good. You know did, what, you, did you not pay the ASCAP fees? <laughs> we worked with what we got. I don't know what's ever going to happen to the show if if Blooper ever comes up with a girlfriend doesn't have all this time to do all this. Bill, I mean, <laughs> talk about hypotheticals. Let's right. not even bother with things that far out of reality. Um, all right, maybe. How, how long do you think it takes to find a song on the internet? <laughs> yeah, the, the web does a lot of <laughs> find classical gas. The internet's the thing on the computer right. that goes well, we, out we, to no, the that's, universe. No, that's that's a rights thing. We can't afford any 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 of that yeah. kind of music. Oh, so. is that right? Yeah, yeah. Feel, you unless you're going to break out the checkbook. For you have us, to go so. through killer tracks. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Smart. <laughs> um, all right, no, we're it's the quarter point of the season, give or take a game or two. It's an off day, so we figured we'd give out some quarter season awards so far. Um, and a couple of them, you know, uh, the Padres Cy Young, the Padres uh, Newcomer of the Year. Some of those, I think, are not up for debate. Drew Pomeranz, I think, is a unanimous choice for us. Best pitcher. Absolutely. Best yeah. newcomer. Right. Uh, so we'll, you know, we'll, I'll, we'll I'll spend any time with that those. up a little bit and say maybe Fernando Rodney. Yeah, in you there. Go, you, he, he would be on both of them anyway yeah. with the, uh, the Cy Young oh, and the newcomer. Yeah, I, I agree, right. but I'm taking a starter over a closer. Yeah, mm. I agree. More valuable. We see that in the general season-long right. awards every year anyway. And so Pomeranz has there. been lights out. So good. Especially so good. the last, what, six, right. seven stars yeah. have been really good. He's been great. So let's get to a more contentious one, I think. Padres MVP at this point of the season, a quarter of the way in. And let us know your thoughts on if you agree or if you have different players, again, with hashtag PadresSH. Uh, we'll start with you, Bill. Who gets your bloopy for Padres MVP so well, far? Well, I got Matt Kemp because of the run production, the RBIs. Yes, he's in a slump right now. But he, when the Padres, are, he's the one guy that can, uh, that can make things happen, really happen in this batting order. And when you look at his 
when you look at his numbers, I've got Kemp. But I, it's very narrow over somebody that I think might surprise you. I got, I got uh, Melvin Upton Jr. right up there with him. Doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. He's my pick because while Kemp has been great and Myers too, they've been very, as we talked earlier, peaks and valleys. Kemp's gone really cold the last couple uh, weeks. And Upton, even when his offense hasn't been at its peak level, his defense has been the best on this team. Right. And you look at all the defensive run metrics saved and all that stuff for this team, uh, he's a big part of that. And he's had some clutch moments. Uh, he's my MVP so far for his consistency in one facet of the game or the other. I'd agree with Kemp, that is, again, because of the run production. But um, I'll throw another guy out there. And you talked about it just last segment. The offensive numbers are not there, but Alexi Ramirez. What he has meant defensively, especially up the middle with this team, is, has been, I don't think can be overstated because he's right. been so good with, with saving so many runs with this team. And he just brings a calmness, I think, to that infield, knowing that that guy in the middle is that good. He really has a, maybe not a, a measurable impact, right. but the impact is certainly there. I am, but I am very impressed by what uh, Melvin Upton has done this year. Yeah. I, it's 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 beyond what I expected. The and two of them. I mean, mm-hmm. last right. year this was a team that was 28th in defensive run save. They're right. sixth now. Right. And especially right. for Ramirez with the rest of the infield just vanishing around him. Right. They lead the NL in double plays. Mm-hmm. And I he's a big that. reason because of it. And but you still, you pick, you're just throwing him in, but you pick Kemp as team MVP. You know, I'm right. going to go with and go with Alexi. Okay, just so we've got just Alexei, Kemp, and Upton for we don't, we don't want to be too agreeable here. We're supposed to debate, <laughs> like, debate <laughs> right, stuff. So those um, are another picks. guy, if you want to talk about defensively being improved, John Jay in center field. Yeah, I no, think he's been has, has been a really good addition. Big upgrade for the team over last year. Uh, how about just most improved in general? And we'll pick up Padres only. So someone like Fernando Rodney, who was a dumpster fire for parts of last year and now is great. Let's leave him off. Guys that Padres fans saw here last year. Most improved from last year to this? I would say Will Myers because he's playing every day until yesterday. And I'm hoping that's not anything serious. But uh, having Myers in the lineup has helped an awful lot. Would that be comeback player? Uh, Maybe. maybe. I'd go with Upton for most improved for for reasons just previously stated. Right. I I agree with you. But having Will Myers in the lineup every day and, you know, when you're coming back from a hand surgery, you never quite know. I, I gotta, I gotta think that he, the way he stepped up. But I could, I could throw a blanket over him and and Upton. Yeah, to put to to pick nits about just what the essence of the award is, and to really go with semantics. Myers is playing really well last year before he did get hurt. So he was he was producing a lot of runs. He was hitting leadoff. He, he was he so was doing really well. So it's over the whole season or with the time he actually played. Right, right. that's yeah. why I would say he'd be Take more the comeback the player of the yeah. year. Right, right, write, uh, write a, a strongly worded letter. What about mm-hmm. Kemp? You guys are at the MVP for him. He had good counting numbers last year, but that first mm-hmm. half last year, compared to what he did in just the month of April, that's a big uptick in his production. Well, he had a good year. April last year. He just didn't hit home runs. Well, he's yeah. hit a lot right. of them this right. year, seven right. in April, right? But, I mean, seven or eight. Yeah. but he, had, he had great numbers other than home runs in April last year. And he is doing his typical May thing right. this year, though, as well. Yeah, he was, he was what, before that three for four yeah. game, he was, what, two for 28 over the previous week. Yeah, at the half season awards, we'll see if he gets the June bounce back right. uh, that we're, a lot of us are hoping for. How about the next bloop? And this is the last one before we uh, head to break. The biggest surprise for you this year Ryan Buchter. And it, it's interesting because at the beginning of the year, he was pitching in the fifth or the sixth, and all of a sudden, uh, Andy Green and Balsley has seen what he can do. He's your seventh inning setup man. I think that he has been absolutely phenomenal. That fastball works, and it's got a lot of movement in the zone, a lot of strikeouts, really good ERA. I really like Ryan Buchter. I'd say Andy Green. 
Ooh, going yeah, off because the field. We, we, like we all that. thought that he was going to be good. We just didn't think he'd be as good as he has been this quick. I'm going to say Pomeranz because we've already talked about how good he's been, and I thought he was a bullpen guy, but he's come out and been their best starter. So yeah. uh, that's our pick. I think the one that will get people talking the most, though, is the MVP. So, again, let us know your Padres MVP pick so far for the quarter point of the season at hashtag PadresSH. We're going to give out one more bloopy when we come back, and it's <laughs> going to be our favorite one, so you don't want to miss that. Before that, though, be at Petco Park on Sunday, that's May 22nd, to catch the Padres face the Dodgers at 140, snag a free Padres All-Star Game-themed reusable bag presented by MLB Network. All fans in attendance will receive one. Tickets are available at Padres.com. That field does look good after that Billy Joel concert here at Petco Park. We're back with more Social Hour right after this. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. No Padres game today as they get ready to come back for the Giants and the Dodgers. Big homestand coming up tomorrow. Uh, get Bumgarner, Cueto, and Samarja, so you're going to see some good pitching uh, coming into town. It's going to be, uh, I think, a packed house uh, a lot of these mm -hmm. nights this week. We're hoping so, at least some big games for a Padres Especially team that's the been competing. weekend yeah. will be huge. Oh, it's gonna be and a big stretch coming up, a lot of division games. Yeah, the next 12, I think, are all division, right. division games, so we'll see how that goes. All right, uh, we have one more bloopy to give out, our quarter season awards, and the music, <laughs> the music is back. It is for your favorite social hour moment through a quarter point of the season. Derek, we're going to start with you. Other than Nick failing everyone inexplicably. Yeah, uh, which happens every week. <laughs> seeing Trevor Hoffman and Dave Winfield. Sitting right here that on this couch. Cool. That was, you know, those two guys, one is a Hall of Famer, one's going to be a Hall of Famer. That was, that was pretty darn cool. That was, that was great. I think yesterday, when Scanlon didn't show up, and it was just <laughs> an empty spot on the couch, which I, don't, I, I, I give you low marks because low last, marks. last year, Jesse, when that happened, at least had the wherewithal or the foresight to put his backpack up there. Well, that was without two guys on the couch either. Now we have this new fail-safe of having a three-person yeah. set mm -hmm. just in case someone pulls a Scanlon as but we're Jesse's now rebranding it. But backpack was uh, smarter than some of the number threes we've had. That you can take up with your fellow couch I mates. can hear I'm you, Bill. <laughs> I'm right <laughs> here. standing right there. Um, no, we just getting a hard time. I wasn't talking was about so you. Fun. Oh, of course, uh, thank Blooper, you. what's your favorite social Nick hour moment so far? Joycey Joyce bringing donuts yesterday. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah, that's the best moment ever. And thank you again, Joycey. Uh, and we're still waiting for people to you know try and one up her. And that donut and that uh, coconut donut is still there. It's still well, in the box. No, yeah. I ate half of it. I eat the other half of it. Okay, yeah. there you go. Uh, my favorite moment was just a couple days ago. We do our head-to-head -head challenge every day, and the couch and blooper pick who they're. Uh, player oh, is yeah and blooper went with john jay who's normally a good pick except he wasn't in the lineup that right. day and just uh, i mean it gave me such a great laugh and details it, it, uh, it didn't work out for you bloop details i think you were hoping no. for like a big pinch hit grand i love it and, and i love really, uh, being able to jump in and point out that yeah. he's not in the lineup i knew at, he wasn't in the lineup at first oh, I, yeah, at first i didn't even realize it and then you said it, and as soon as you did it was like the light bulb on my head and at that point i just it was hilarious to me <laughs> Classic <laughs> blooper minute. Dude, and you know what would be really funny is if he still would have won. Yeah, no. Th that was the night Matt Kemp finally had his three for six yeah. uh, home run night in May. So uh, we, that uh, concludes our first annual 
Bloopy Awards. This is our Cue the music. music. Yeah, exactly. Like at the Oscars when the speech goes too long and you got to get off stage. Wrap it up. We're Sh now. Dave exactly. Chappelle, wrap it up, box. Uh, we'll wrap <laughs> it up. Uh, we'll give our next awards out at the half-season point, right around All-Star Game, mm -hmm. maybe. We'll see uh, what uh, maybe is usurping some of the awards we gave out today. Uh, this weekend, a lot of stuff going on, as we mentioned. That includes on Saturday, the next baseball night in San Diego, when the Padres take on those Dodgers at 7-10. Stay after the game for post-game fireworks set to tunes from Justin Timberlake. It's going to be hot. Get your tickets today at Padres.com. Now, is this just Justin Timberlake's solo career, or are you going we'll into his in sync days? We'll discuss that later. Okay. We'll talk about that some more when we come back on Padres Social Hour. <laughs> Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. Finishing things up here on this off day in the AMR studio. And an off day, but it's a big homestand, as we mentioned, starting tomorrow. I've actually got a buddy in town, and he's coming to the game tomorrow night. And we're trying to figure out, you know, he wants to come to the game, where he's going to sit. And we're debating, like, the best spots. Wondering, from you guys' perspective, and it could be mm -hmm. Petco Park or any stadium, really, where, where do you like sitting the most at a baseball game? Well, I'll tell you, here, uh, we had uh, my wife's birthday one year we rented a suite in the west oh, of course bill goes for the suite <laughs> right <laughs> we look for like an every man don't, don't want to be with the commoners the western metal <laughs> supply company built i mean it, the building is a fantastic way to watch a ball game okay. it is great i'll see if i can sneak him in because i won't be able to get those tickets on my own how about you Derek? yeah for me it's uh, every ballpark i've ever been to i love being in the bleachers I'm just I'm a bleacher guy. It's a more laid back back there. You get the you're right in the when the home runs flying, it's flying right at you. It's a, I, I love being out there in the bleachers. Blooper, you got a favorite spot at a ballpark? That, that perch. We sat that one game. Oh yeah, yeah out on the fun. beach. Yeah, yeah. The beach area, that was that's great. fun. Those lifeguard chairs. Blooper was like yelling at Matt Kem from ten feet away. I like being behind home plate, upper deck. You kind of see everything. It's like a chessboard. That those are that's where I like sitting. Um, all right, we're back tomorrow, uh, 5.30, with Randy and Bill. Bill, you're pulling I'm double back. duty. I'm two in, in a row. I'm in, I'm in the, uh, the dummy seat. In the three seat, yeah. Right. Look at that. We bring donuts, <laughs> and Bill just keeps coming back. The dummy. Thank you guys I can for hear you, Bill. Today. I'm right we'll here. See you tomorrow <laughs> on Padre Social Hour. <laughs>